0: There we go. Hello, Hello. What? Hey, we got a notification. That means we're live. Well, hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you get the notification? I don't have a notification. I don't know. You oh, got have a
1: What is our <laughs>
0: all right so we're live right yeah okay. all right oh let's keep this sound going down how are you from dallas what's up dave how you doing buddy all right what's up wayne. wayne what's up danny hey hi so fernando's voice is still shot he's still feeling <coughs> uh, hey oh hit? my god tony was- sorry i'm missing dude i swear to god uh i was worried so i'm glad you're here um, if if you weren't gonna be here this week, I was gonna send you a, a personal message because I was. That's like you missed like two, maybe three weeks. So I was I was hoping you were okay. So I'm glad to hear for you. Glad to hear for y- from you. No um, but anyways, so uh, why
1: did I get the one that is all still? That's my bad. Okay.
0: Hold on. Let me, let me change bar stools. Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that, guys. Ah, Tucson. what's up? <coughs> it's Tucson. It, Tucson. it is Tucson. It's a joke. <laughs> it's in it's Kansas City. What's up? So, Fernando's still not feeling good. His throat's still... So, and we have a big show tomorrow, which we'll talk about in a second. So, I, Haley's on spring break, so I invited her back in to play past the Phone with Fernando so that they can read okay. the questions. Two things we want to cover before we start digging into this halo for yes yes dave yes it's it's coming it's it's just coming he got sick we ran out of time it's just been a real hectic weekend but yes it's it's coming and it's driving me crazy and since we're talking about halo thanks for the segue dave tomorrow more tomorrow we have jason uh hey what's up jason hi
1: um
0: we have a gentleman coming from alpine Uh, let me see my phone for a second so I don't screw up uh, the information hold on wrong button and we will go here and his name is Eric Brooks and he is the Alpine Brand Specialist he will be coming in tomorrow we're going to have a Facebook Live show, it'll be 6.30 just like it is tonight, so it's going to be two shows this week, so if you have any questions for them ask tonight Okay. Jason say uh, Steve Brown. No, uh, Eric Brooks. Um, so ask tonight, uh, whether it be or ask tomorrow on the, on the YouTube Live sh- uh, repeat of this. We um, have yeah, the Facebook Live repeat on YouTube. Ask the questions now because I don't know how much time we're going to have to ask viewer questions. So we want to try to get a list of questions put together. Um, so if you just type Alpine question nice and day. then your question, we'll know that those are the questions we want to ask. Um, Let's keep it relative I mean obviously he's going to know some stuff But he probably won't know if they're going to come out With a a remake of the 7909 Or anything like that But it ought to be fun, I'm really excited about that Secondly So we'll we'll remind you again at the end of the show Um, That'll be 6.30 tomorrow And I don't know if we're going to let John on or not (laughs) John's bringing him, But I don't know if we'll let John on So I don't know how much room we have So second thing We got a package we got a package right here, um, which is really cool. Uh, I already opened this, and it's filled with shirts. Um,
1: hey, it's from him, oh, that's isn't it? That, yeah. That's yeah.
0: Him. All right, so we got a shirt for me, and this is his logo right here, uh, right here, which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> it's backwards. Uh, we got cool stuff on the back. All right, here, hold that for me. and then we got another one here that's extra large for me I like them loose and then we have a nice medium for Fernando there we go yeah there's Fernando's cool and then we have stickers and information of course Haley claimed the stickers immediately she's like dude I'm getting ready to do my laptop I want some stickers so we got some cool stickers right here there's his phone number right there now if you guys are in Texas this is where he's from It's EP Graphics and T's.
1: You're covering.
0: Get that out of the way right there. Okay. And his phone number is 281-731-4037. And he sent us a really nice letter. But if you guys are in Texas or anywhere, for that matter, the Internet is an amazing place. If you want a T-shirt, give him a call. Or some stickers. These are really cool stickers. I don't even know where to put them. Oh, here we go. Yeah, these are nice stickers. Look at those. Those are pretty yeah, pretty nice. awesome. So, you'll be seeing us wearing those in the videos. Thanks so much for sending them to us. Yeah, thank you. Um, they're pretty awesome. Oh my God. I must and uh, the letter was very touching.
1: Yeah, it was really nice.
0: It was nice. Okay, so those are the two things we need to get ra- uh, out of that. Okay, oh, hey, from Ohio. Those are the two things we wanted to get out of the way. Third thing that I didn't mention is we're going to talk about Pioneer real quick. Pioneer has End of Life. and we talked about this in a couple of the other shows, but some of you guys don't catch those, and that's cool, but Pioneer has End of life,ed the 2330 and the 1330. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with those two brands, those are their two new NEX radios, and it's sad. However, they just came out with two new radios. They came out with a 2440 and a 1440, and they're going to be the same radios as the two models I just told you about they're just going to be the new versions of them now if it ends in a two digit like that not a double zero those are what are called limited distribution models they have a few extra features such as hd radio the option for a front-facing camera so the 30s had it now the 40s will have it they're going to look identical so that's not to say that the 30s aren't still available from other dealers that haven't sold out of them we've been sold out of them for about a month and a half now so we're really looking forward to getting the new 40s they should be here I think by the end of the month so you'll start to see those and you'll start to you know if you're interested I don't know what if any updates they've done I don't know if they put a bigger processor or anything like that but there is new ones coming out and if you still have an old one uh, oh, look at Sue Oh, that's so nice um, if you have an older AVH, NEX, or the new MVH. So, if you have a 1330, a 1300, a 2300, 2330, MVH 2300, or the 3300. If you have any one of those radios, they did an update in February. Okay? So, make sure you do the update to the radio. It fixes, obviously, a bunch of little problems that the radios have had. uh, Makes things a little bit better. There's a Bluetooth update in there. All kinds of fun stuff. What's up, Dave? So, check that out. Um... Hey, it's James. Real quick, Dave. Uh, did you did you see the Bentley he's working on? No, not yet. Okay. So he's working on... I don't know how you have not You've probably seen it. You just didn't Is realize it really was kind of... his. Uh, he's working on a Bentley, and he uses a label maker. Okay. He uses the old school label maker oh. that you turn to dial click click remember that one click Click. someone wanted to put together a GoFundMe so that he could get the label maker that you're (laughs) bugging me to get you and of course then he wrote on the white he did the white heat shrink and then wrote on it with a sharpie so
1: is this my wi-fi uh
0: you can just go to phone just just turn the wi-fi off and then just go to phone um so yeah that was that was funny how's everything going james hope everything is well over there on the other side of the world alpine updates do it for sure sweden dynamo label maker that's right uh no i have a brother all right well gotta use it um i was out of the label dang it i was out of labels dang it (laughs) too you're getting so much grief for that i apologize i just i I thought it was funny I, i just i really did um we don't have, Oh, well, actually we have one, we never use it, because you want me to get the one with the shrink wrap. Yes. So, later this month, I'll be getting the one with the shrink wrap, so everyone will be ha- happy. Are power well, capacitors worth it, Brian asks. You know, it's funny, and the reason why I brought that up is because there again, when I was reading Dave's thing, the next article I was, talking, or was reading is uh, someone was talking about uh, the newer Chrysler systems and how... How the alternator works in those cars is, if the battery starts to go low, it ups the voltage output. Okay, So now what you run into is you have an alternator that instead of putting out 13 or 14 volts, can put out up to 16 and 17 volts. Okay, Which most amplifiers will operate at those voltages. They don't have any problems with that, however, some of them don't. and one of the comments was well hey we finally found a use for what capacitors were actually meant for was to fix stuff like that the problem is most capacitors now are only 16 volt capacitors they used to be 22 volt capacitors or 18 volt capacitors those are gone most places don't make those anymore in lieu of the cheap 30-40 dollar capacitors so those older you know uh, we used to use Harrison laboratories capacitors um, and Stinger, when Stinger used to make like a 22 or, I want to say 22 or 24. It's been a while, so sorry. Um, they used to make those bigger capacitors. Now they're all these cheap capacitors. So back to the question in hand, is a capacitor worth it? I've never really seen a need for one in modern now. I don't, I don't ever use them. I don't like them. The only benefit to having one <laughs> is that it has a voltmeter, so I like to refer to a capacitor as a spray paint can with a voltmeter. Perfect. Excited? Excited? Yeah, I'm getting excited. Yeah, get excited. <laughs> All right, so that is my thoughts on the capacitor. Uh, you know, if you go onto YouTube, there are a few engineers that have done a lot of work showing like the disadvantages of adding capacitors. In this case, like we were talking about with the Chrysler, if you can get a high voltage capacitor, it would probably be a good idea. Yeah. You know, if, if you're planning on running your battery dead. Okay. All right. I think, did, did we cover everything? Did, you got anything else? You're still sick? so. Okay. I think so. Bit of personal. Uh, I know I had said, if you guys caught the YouTube show, we were going to go to the Strawberry Festival. We, di- we didn't go. Why didn't we go, Haley? Really? Why didn't we go,
1: Haley? Really? Because we didn't want to drive all that way for strawberries. <laughs> and
0: then we all slept in. Daylight Savings pretty much kicked everybody's butt. We were up watching... Ellen, Ellen. <laughs> we were up watching Ellen on YouTube. Okay. Dude, dude, you ever watch Ellen DeGeneres on yeah. on YouTube? Dude, that it. is a rat hole She's you cannot great. escape from. It. You start watching one Ellen thing on YouTube and the next thing you know an hour of your life is gone. You know, it's <laughs> freaking hilarious. So we we stayed way too late watching Ellen. We didn't get out of bed. I slept in. I I physically tried to sleep in, which was really hard for me to do. Um and so we didn't we slept in. And so by the time we got up we were like, let's just go to Bush Gardens. So we went to Busch Gardens. I mean, it's
1: a win win. Yeah, right? Dad <laughs> went
0: on a roller coaster too, so.
1: Oh.
0: Wow. Oh, Cobra's curse. What? So we're on the roller coaster, okay? <laughs> and she goes, Oh, by the way, did I tell you the roller coaster spins? So not just the track, the, the actual cart spins as we're starting to do this. <laughs> and I'm going, Oh, great. <laughs> When's this thing going to end? Ugh lewis smart. says hi Haley. hi uh okay so sorry let's get to some questions so hey they're gonna be passing the phone back and forth it's not that they don't want to be part of the conversation it's oh just oh my gosh someone you, <laughs> yes. you saw that okay I was like, someone someone okay. made a comment like oh geez there's only one guy talking this is the and they're all just We're texting
1: zombies on our phone. zombies on the like, phone it's like no their job
0: <laughs> is to do that that's it's
1: what like, they're here okay. for so
0: All right, lots of fun. All right, go ahead. What do you
1: got? Jared said I have an O three Yukon with a five point three motor. I'm having an issue of hardly no output from the amplifier. I've tried a new amp, different ground spots, replaced the A N L fuse, remote wire, and the RCA cables. I plugged my phone in the amp by using a three and a half millimeter to RCA adapter, and the subs work. Would you agree that it is likely the deck causing the issue? Thanks in advance. Love the show.
0: All right, so. That's great. He did everything that we would do to test. I mean, we keep the uh, iPhone to lightning adapter, to you know, the aux to lightning adapter hooked up on our bench because that's what we use when we test amplifiers. So that's immediately, we go for a tone generator, we go for our phone to test. And, and what you're experiencing and what you tested, yeah, you're right. It's the output of the radio. So... Uh, you know, the only other thing you can test is try switching the output So even though, you know, if your deck has, let's say, front, rear, and sub output You could try the front output And even though, you know, just turn the crossover off And see if you're getting output there Once we come to a problem like that Then what we do is we typically grab, like, the RTA And we'll plug it in and we'll see what's going on um, Oh, uh, yeah, Please. real quick Well, Let me finish and then you can answer, Jason yep. um, But... You could also use a digital multimeter set to AC and play like a 40 hertz test tone and see what kind of voltage you have coming out of the deck. So similar to when we do the radio dynos. And, you know, you can see, if you have never seen the radio dynos that we do, that's where we take a radio and we use a voltmeter, and RTA, and the SMD DD1, and we see what kind of voltage is coming out of the deck. You can do the same thing with your radio, just playing a 40 hertz test tone from, like, let's say, off your phone with a tone generator or a tone app, and a voltmeter plugged into that output and see what kind of voltage you're getting out of the deck and see if it changes from output to output. So Jason asks, real quick, Fro uh, from Stereo Kings. Stereo Kings has four stores Oregon they got a lot of stores in Oregon plus they have a YouTube channel so check Jason out Stereo Kings YouTube he asked you Haley we just uh, for those who don't know we put a P312 in your car a couple weeks back what do you think
1: I like it I mean it sounds nice I don't know how was it okay so the
0: real okay so the funny how was the reveal
1: I mean it was a surprise
0: Okay, so uh, they were staying at her grandparents' house, and I was meeting them up there, and I told her I was going to drive her car up, because I didn't want to drive mine, and we were... I don't remember why we needed to drive your car. Because I
1: wanted to ride with
0: you. Oh, yeah, you wanted to ride... Okay, so anyways, I drove her car up, and of course, I came up old school style up to the house, just dropping. And then she comes running out of the house.
1: Did you put the soap in? Did you put the soap in?
0: And I was like, No. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then he told me to turn the knob, the base knob the wrong way so it was off the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I don't really think this is working but I don't want to tell him
0: uh, so, John asks what kind of car do you drive from? I know he drives a G35 I'm just answering the easy ones I'm sorry hey from Atlanta okay so alright go ahead
1: Jamie says my wife wants Apple CarPlay is there a way to get Apple CarPlay in a 2014 GMC terrain without losing the factory navigation
0: oof no, um, no, not yeah, no. Unfortunately, right now most car manufacturers are not retrofitting their cars to Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Some of them allow you to spend god awful like some time. Some of the Fords you can go and uh, buy the really expensive upgraded radios for them. It's not worth it though. Uh, it's definitely not worth it because those are like $2,500, 2500 bucks. I think. What was Jeff going to pay for his and his F-150? Was it $1,800? Mm-hmm. It was like $1,800 to upgrade his F-150. So, no. Right now, there's there's no easy way to do that. Okay.
1: James said, what <laughs> what can I do for a 2014... How do you say that? Taurus? Taurus? Taurus. Okay, with Sony Premium System.
0: Uh, um, Check. Yeah, I was going to say, go to pack-audio.com and see if the Amp Pro will work for that car if it will which i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it does if not you can also go to (laughs) idatalink.com and go to the maestro section and see if they make you're going to check uh choose between what you want to do replace the radio or or replace the factory amplifier one of those two devices may work for your car and what that'll give you is with the amp pro it'll give you six channel five volt preamp output behind the radio so you can anything you want with the AR Maestro, it'll give you the ability to plug into something like a Rockford Fosgate DSR1 and get an EQ output, which you could all, you know. So one of those would be where I would start. Okay.
1: Chad said on the 2015 F150 Sony system using the Amp Pro, did you discount the amp and did you run new wires for the aftermarket speakers? By the way, I really enjoy all the videos. Uh, n- <coughs> no. What kind of car was it? 2015
0: F-150. No, okay. So the way the Amp Pro works is you actually have to leave the factory amplifier plugged in, uh, power and whatnot. However, you can... Um, we ran new wires. At the end of the day, the easiest thing to do was to run new wires. We just left everything plugged in. You do also have to put a load resistor on the two front speakers in order to keep the sexy chime there. Otherwise, you'll lose the chime and it'll go to a piezo in the in the dash uh you need like a uh 40 47 ohm 5 watt resistor attached to the outputs of the amplifier um pack is going to be making a harness to do that it's just not out yet if you go to the but yeah you do have to leave the amplifier plugged in that is a substantial difference between an amp pro and an idata ar is the idata ar you actually pull the factory amplifier out plug in there with the amp pro you go behind the radio and t harness in leaving the factory amplifier connected the reason why they went that way was so that if you just wanted to add subwoofers you could just add a sub if you just wanted to add some new front speakers you could add new front speakers it allows you to pick and choose what you want to do a lot of the times with some amp pro to a guy that's just adding subs because, one, it's a heck of a lot better sounding than a high level to low level. You won't have to worry about bass roll-off. You won't have to worry about any form of active crossovers or any silliness like that. Uh, we do look at the AR and, let's say, a DSR-1 or the Kenwood DSP-606 um, when we're, you know, if we're going for a full replacement. Um, okay.
1: Brian said, DSR-1 and Maestro CH-2, a viable option for 2015 RAM with mono and 4-channel amp or pack amp pro all the way.
0: Um, there again, we just kind of talked about that briefly as far as what you want to do. They'll both get you to the end result, which is a better sounding stereo. You just, yep. Hey, it's the phone. Um, you just have to figure out what you're trying to achieve. Um, the pack allows you to use anybody's equipment, anyone's EQ, anything you want there. Oh, hang on. It's Ernie. Hey, Ernie. I'm just live, you know, doing live show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Um, swing by your house and and drop off the thumb drives? Uh, yeah.
1: That sounds like a deal.
0: Okay, can I call you back? Uh, we get done at 7. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, yes, that'd be wonderful. (laughs) All right, bye.
1: No, I'll just use your GPS tracker.
0: So for those who don't know Ernie, Ernie works for PAC. Uh, He's one of the guys that helps develop the products that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, He also... uh, we we talk a lot, so sorry. I, I, anytime he calls, I gotta take it because it, it could be something that could help us, which in turn would help you. So I don't mean to be rude. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dean's secret family. <laughs> no, it, it's pack. It's straight up pack. You know, they, they call no I fun, answer, though. and hopefully the vice versa when I call them they answer, Never. which is really worth it for no. me. No. Eh, it depends. Ernie always answers the yeah. phone. Ernie's good. Yeah. It's Derek there. Tony too. Tony answers the phone. Yeah. Okay, so, anyways, um. Pick one. You can do no wrong. Okay, next question.
1: Uh, Martin says, "Will a Bose DVD head unit be compatible with a 2010 Dodge Ram steering wheel controls using a Pack Smart harness?"
0: So if you're ta- yeah yeah, I mean if you're taking out the DVD head unit and putting in a new head unit, the RP4 RP5 Pack harness is designed to retain the factory steering wheel controls. Uh, The RP4, the main difference between RP4 and RP5 is RP4 doesn't retain OnStar. RP5 is going to retain OnStar. That's the big difference. Um, If you have backup sensors, I do recommend going with the RP5 because the RP5 typically sounds better than the RP4. It's got a louder piezo thingy on it. Okay.
1: Michael said Do you know of any doubled in screens with an optical output?
0: Uh, Not current models with optical output. Um, Alpine's used to have it, Uh, if you go back two years. Um, Kenwood's haven't had it in a really long time, and Pioneer sure as heck doesn't have it. Right now, yeah, it's funny, because, I mean, that one time we got that old school uh, Kenwood sitting underneath the desk, mm-hmm. has an optical output on it mm-hmm. that's, like, ten years old. But, no, right now, I mean... Kenwood's pulling out HDMI. I mean, we can't even, how would we get even optical? I mean, that would be amazing. Okay.
1: <clears throat> Frank said, I need help tuning my amp. I have a Kicker 1200.1, and my head unit is a Pioneer AVHX391BHS. Any answer is appreciated. Thanks.
0: So, didn't we do the 2800 or something like that, uh, the 28 or the 4800 for the radio dyno? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so depending on, okay, first thing you have to know is when the radio clips. If you're just using a sub-amp, that means you're going to be using your mids and highs out of the radio. Your deck is going to, the factory 18-watt-by-four amplifier clips at what, like 28, I think, was it? Uh, 28 or 24? The The deck, the the actual deck. 28. 28, Mm -hmm. Okay. It's 28 out of the amplifier, but it's 38 out of the preamp section. You're not gonna be using just the preamp section though. You're gonna be using deck power. So you have to go with what clips first, which is the deck power. So if 28 is the max volume out of the radio before clipping of the smaller speakers, that's that's pretty much where you're gonna set the deck. That means you could turn the subwoofer gain or subwoofer volume, I should say, in the radio pretty much up all, well, you can turn it up all the way. Um, and then from there, you can start adjusting your gain on your amplifier. Now, the trick is, if you don't have tools or you don't have any know-how, it's gonna rely on your ear. And, And believe it or not, you can get really close with your ear. It just depends on how loud you want the subs to play. I like to start out at a low setting, like zero, put it at 24, sub volume at zero, turn my bass boost all the way up, um, and then play a track of subwoofer that I that I know and I start you know turning the gain up slightly I mean uh, typically nine o'clock on the gain is, is, is perfect um, to start and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna just turn the volume up and down and see if the sub and, and the mids and highs move up together now that's not to say that's where they have to stay if you want your sub volume to be a lot higher than that you just want the volume to stay the same all the way through the volume knob uh, and then of course you can go in once you, once you get it where it needs to sound right then you can go ahead and start turning up the other uh, the radio 0 to 10 dB boost not, not dB volume boost sorry just a <laughs> 0 to 10 volume boost so that you can make it louder or not but it's kind of weird but yes that's it's turning the volume up, turning the volume down, and make sure everything's playing and moving at the same pace. When it's all the way up, you need to pay attention, though. That's the key. You have to listen to the subwoofer, and you have to make sure it's not making any funny sounds. That's a dead giveaway. Subwoofers will tell you when they're clipping because they don't make good bass. They'll make a funny, like, bass sound. And you'll be like, ooh, that's bad. Turn it back down. Turn the gain down some. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> you want more water? No. You sure? You no, can have some. I don't want you need a pillow? No. you need some caffeine?
1: No. I don't know why I'm yawning.
0: Am I boring the crap out of you? I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bad. All right. Okay. So, sorry. Next question.
1: Okay. Maxwell said, I was working on a 2018 Camaro, adding a four-channel to the car. There was a small factory amp in the back. I used a remote wire from the factory amp for... Oh, my gosh. There's so many thumbs up going Okay. <laughs> I use the remote wire we from can't the see factory amp from my aftermarket. Oh, that
0: sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yes, you can. It says this.
0: Oh yeah, it says it right there. All right. Well, yeah, but it used to flow across like water. It was so pretty. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Go ahead.
1: I use the remote wire. F- you want me to start over?
0: Use the remote wire from the factory amplifier. Yeah.
1: For an aftermarket amp, is yep. that okay? Yeah. I just added a relay just in case, and it seemed to work just fine.
0: Yeah. 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 No, we we that's great you know like when we're putting in amp that's great yes you did the right thing you're good no problems there way to go totally why would i
1: jamaica i don't know man all
0: right that's yeah okay moving on
1: gary said i have an 3 mustang with a 5200 NEX hooked to the stock speaker system. I replaced the speakers rerouted and getting ready to add an amp. Do I need to rewire the harness or will the head unit recognize the low-level outputs? Alright,
0: I, I, I sorry. I was kind
1: of annoyed with something. I there. have an 03 Mustang with a 5200 NEX hooked to the stock, stock speaker system. Okay. I've replaced the speakers rerouted and getting ready to add an amp. Do I need to rewire the harness, or will the head unit recognize low-level outputs? I'm like stuttering.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just trying to figure out what he's trying to do here. All oh, three most things. Okay, hook up stock speakers, replace speakers, getting ready to add an amp. Do I need to rewire the harness? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to. Okay, so you have a 52. All right, sorry, I was totally brain farting there. Um, so you have a 5200. And you want to add an outboard amplifier? Cool. Uh, right now, it's hooked up to the radio. You're going to have to rewire it because what you have to do is you have to get the you have to do one of two things. You have to, you have to run the wire speaker wire from the new amplifier adding back up behind the radio, or you have to run the speaker output to the actual speakers. And then you're going to have to run a set of RCAs from the radio into the amplifier. But yes, you're going to have, you have to get the amplifier in the loop somehow. So to do that, yeah, you're going to have to cut your harness if it's a small enough amplifier that you can attach into your harness. But yes, you're going to have to rewire it. Okay. okay. Sorry.
1: Brian said, I have a f- 2015 Ram 1500 with a mono Rockford 250 watt using an LC21. Looking at LC2i. Adding-
0: it's okay. Go ahead. It says one. I know it's an I. It's okay. okay. It's supposed to be an I. All right.
1: Looking at adding a four-channel jlrd 400. Would you roll with the DSR I? One. Or... What? That's
0: a one. LC7I and DSR1. It's okay. I know. Oh what you're
1: right, I was looking at this. <laughs> <of me>, so.
0: <laughs> Whoa! I almost got Haley. Holy crap!
1: <laughs> Sorry, honey. Sorry. <laughs> okay, DSR1 or Pack and Pro to integrate. <laughs> should I keep the LC? LC2i for the mono amp. Digging the shows.
0: Okay, okay, 250 on the mono Rockford. Okay. So, those okay, so you have the the Ram 150. To use an Amp Pro, you have to have the premium Alpine sound system or the the premium sound system. If you have the premium sound system, by all means use the either one, either the DSR one or the Amp Pro. If you have the base model RAM with no premium sound system meaning no outboard amplifier then yeah go with the DSR-1 because then you'll be able to high level into the DSR-1 you'll get your eight channels of output six you'll be using front rear and sub and you'll get the EQ you'll get you know auxiliary input uh, all the cool things we talk about in the DSR-1 video so those are really your two options so you could do either one if you have the premium sound system or you could do if you don't have the premium sound you could just do the DSR-1 okay and get rid of the LC7i, because it's not needed. Okay.
1: Okay, Andrew said, what do you think of the Alpine INEW 977 HD? I'm thinking of installing it in my 13 GMC Yukon Denali.
0: Yeah. No, okay, so the, I'm actually looking at The 977 HD is a 207 with navigation built into it. I personally love the 207. It's just the same radio with nav, so by all means, do it. You also might want to look at the new... Well, if you want NAV, you definitely need the 77. Okay. So I was going to say you can check out the new Halo 9, but that doesn't have NAV. So, But no, that's a great radio. Great radio.
1: Okay, James said, James, you know James. Yeah. Hey, Dean, what is your opinion on the difference between expensive sub, subwoofers, example, Type X and Rockward, Rockford Power Slim, and cheaper affordable subwoofers of similar power handling? Much audible difference.
0: Okay, so, yes, there's a big difference. And I'll I'll use an example. Kicker, and we'll use Kicker, because everyone knows Kicker, love it or hate it, whatever. Uh, Kicker makes two shallow mount drivers. Right, (laughs) Fernando? They make a comp uh, CVT, and they make a comp RT. The CVT is the previous generation shallow mount woofers. And even though you can't speak real well right now, because you still have a sore, you know, your throat's still... Yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts on a comp CVT? I don't like them. Why? <laughs> it
1: sounds horrible.
0: They sound like your voice right now. It sounds like this. Okay. <laughs> the RT is a, is a whole ground-up rebuild yeah. of the woofer. Similar price points when the, comp, <laughs> when the comp came out and when the RT came out. They were similar price points. The CVT has since lowered in price. However, they were the same price at one point. The RT is a 100% totally better woofer, night and day, mm-hmm. okay? So the question is, why? What went into that? Oh, totally redesigned. We carried, uh, Paul brought in, what were those black things called, ninjas or black, black mambas? Black mambas? Black mambas, He brought in this $49 shallow mount woofer, he was all excited about it. He was like, ah, oh, we got a four, I'm like, Jesus, why, really? Um, and they were called mambas. And some of you may have seen those. I don't know. I'd never seen them before. Have you? Okay, just checking. Um, and they—they were—they were okay for a fifty-dollar woofer, but they were a hundred-dollar woofer, and the hundred-dollar woofer sounded a lot better. It's technology that the manufacturers put into them. I mean, you know, when we sit in these trainings with these these guys, and they're trying to train us. Um, you know they talk about what they you know the experience the time the effort rockford puts time and effort into designing the woofers They're just not buying an off the cart you know hey look here's a shallow mount woofer here you go um so yeah it's just quality because they want it to be that way okay hope that kind of yeah yeah maybe okay. all right
1: Matt said, Hi guys, huge hey. fans. Have been watching every show on YouTube the past couple weeks, trying to suck up as much knowledge as possible. Awesome. Also just love getting to take a look into y'all's everyday lives. Thank thanks for all you do. Feel better, Fernando. You just wanted me to read that. I know he did. <laughs> 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 Which is fine. Lansing, Michigan. Right.
0: Oh. Hey from Michael. Lansing. That's that's Michael. that's home. Used
1: to be Michigan Michael, uh, uh,
0: not Lansing no, it it's session. not Flint man.
1: oh just kidding
0: um, real quick what speaker brand are good for yeah. cruising around like road trips um, I'm trying to update my car's pair so a quick and easy speaker to check out uh, if you're just looking for you know something that's going to work nine times out of ten just about <laughs> any situation Kenwood Axelons are really nice uh, Focal makes the uh, uh, Access, which is a little higher end um, Pioneer makes the TSDs. If you like really bright tweeters, Rockford makes the Punch Series, which are pretty nice. Um, Hertz has the DC, which are affordable. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of, lot of good speakers out there. Right off the top of my head, though, I said the Kenwood Exelons because they sound really good. They're, they're really good price points, and it's good value there. Hey, from Texas. Okay, you got another one? Go ahead.
1: Michael said, 2011 Yukon doing iDataLink. Dual zone and headphones. Just making static. It's a JVC radio.
0: Ooh. Okay. Um. I would check your inputs and outputs for one, because that that's there's probably a connection error somewhere. Um. Not all. Yeah. You. You. It's a. It's. It's definitely some form of a connection error. If you're just hearing static, it's you're getting. Yeah, I would I would check to make sure you have you don't have any inputs going into outputs or outputs going into inputs for sure. Um, that's where I would start. Okay.
1: David said when you when you see battery relay for a second battery, can you use the remote wire or does it need to be an accessory?
0: So a lot of okay. The relay for a second battery should be hooked up to ignition. Um, it it needs to be connected to something that is on through start and the only thing that is on through start is ignition you can hook it up to an accessory but don't hook it up to the accessory behind the radio don't hook up to remote turn on the reason why is when that relay does this and touches it feeds back something fierce and you will get a tragic pop in your stereo so you want to isolate it as far away from the stereo as possible the reason why you want it on ignition as opposed to accessory accessory turns off through crank ignition stays on through crank is so that those two batteries are there to start the car Um, that's that's what that's all about as far as ignition or accessory if you put it on accessory the two batteries are going to separate through start some people like doing that also there's really no wrong way if you really want to be like if you're really worried about it uh killing your front battery you can also install a toggle switch after the fact so you can actually shut the relay off so you can isolate the back battery 100 percent from the front battery so like if you're sitting in a parking lot playing it and you just want to run the battery dead for whatever reason and you still want to be able to start and drive away you put a toggle switch on it and then just turn it on and off after the fact of meaning after the ignition or the accessory okay
1: KJ said twenty seventeen Ford Mustang with factory and premium system. Do I connect audio control LCQ one or I whatever? Yeah. Two wires coming from head unit or coming out of AMP?
0: Uh ooh. That's a good one. Okay. You always want to check and see okay, so if you have a factory head unit, you have an amplifier. There's two things that are there's two variables you have to look at. There is there's more but the two basic things you want to look at is is a variable voltage from the head unit to the amplifier or is it a fixed voltage from the head unit to the amplifier so you take your voltmeter you put it on AC you play some pink noise or you play a tone and you put your voltmeter on it and you see what it's doing as you're turning up and down the volume control okay if the volume is going up and down as you're turning up and down the volume control then you know, hey cool, it's variable voltage, you can tap before the amplifier. Most cars are not going to be variable voltage, they're going to be fixed voltage. The other thing too is what is coming over that. So like in a Ford sometimes they have chimes, sometimes they have backup sensors, sometimes they have Bluetooth. You want to make sure all that stuff, if you do have variable voltage, is also there. So make a phone call, make sure it's still moving your AC. But those are the two things you need to check for to find out where to hook up. Now, if it's after the amplifier, you have to make sure that you get all the signals. So, for example, in like a Mustang, if it's got a tweeter output and a mid-range output, those are two separate channels. The mid-range and the door (laughs) plays up high, but it does not play all the way up to a tweeter frequency. So you'd have to sum those together. Okay.
1: Okay, Lily says, says, Guys, do you recommend the Morrell Birdies? Oh, yeah, look at those. 603.
0: Um, okay, so... I don't know. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you, with the Morel stuff yet. Uh, more to come on the Morel. Let's just leave it at that. Fair enough. Okay.
1: Okay, Mike says, Do you think I can run four Pioneer TSSW 202D2 8 inches oh, my- <laughs> with a Pioneer GM g8 8601 to 1-ohm mono? He also said... I have the exact same equipment you did in the Suburban mi- Minus. Okay. The two 10 inch. I have the Pioneer TS A878. The Pioneer TS D1730 C head unit is Pioneer AVH X467. Okay, it's in a pickup okay. truck.
0: Alright, so what? Alright, yeah, that was a lot of model numbers. Why do you
1: have. Oh my god, the fact that
0: you guys can remember that. Okay, so do you think 4 Pioneer TS... Uh, okay, so 4.8s on 8601 at one on mono. Yeah, yeah, that would work. At the end of the day, that's the question, is can I power 4.8s with an 8601? Don't shut it off. I'm not, my bad, my bad. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Don't kill me. Um, anyways, yeah, in, in 8601, it should be plenty of power to power 4.8s. The price difference between an 8601 and a 9601 is really only about that big. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, or basically what Pioneer sells would be good, Shallow Mount preferred.
0: Yeah, no, the 8 inch, pardon me, the 8 inch Pioneer Shallow Mount is, is a great woofer. There's no question about it, it's a great woofer. Um, what I go, uh, the, my question would be why not just go up to the 9601, um, because I'm a firm believer in more power is better. You can always turn it down. You can't turn it up. So I would go up to the 9601 personally. The 8601 will do the job, but for a couple bucks more, go bigger. Oh, I thought
1: you just flicked off the camera. No, I was saying go bigger.
0: Go bigger. All right, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Mike. Okay. Hi guys. Can I install an aftermarket headlight? Oh, Mike
0: apologized. For, yeah, I know. No, it's, it's okay, Mike. It's okay. She, she just no. Thank you for being specific. We appreciate that. Trust me.
1: Uh huh. Hi guys, can I install an aftermarket head unit in my 2009 BMW with CIC and most fiber? Cheers. Fiber?
0: Yeah, yeah, cheers. Um, wow. 2009. Um, yeah, we, you know, we did the uh, the 4 Series not yeah. too long ago that had, uh, yeah, the, the only catch is you have to go after the amplifier. Or you have to go after the um, like in the in the four series we did, which we do have a video up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what it was titled. If there's even BMW in the title, but in that case we had to go uh, and, and bypass the uh, the ANC or I'm sorry, that didn't have ANC. That had uh, the fake growl. To, uh, we had to make sure we got that out of the loop. That's really on the, on those cars that's the thing you need to find out one if it if it has fake exhaust noise if it doesn't have fake exhaust noise you can just go high level after any any speaker you want there's also a company called Mo Bridge okay just do a search for Mo Bridge i think you can find it if you go to Rockford site i think they are the distributors for the US Mo Bridge is a fiber optic interface that allows you to get preamp think of it as kind of an amp pro for european cars so I would check that out too. You could also go to navtv.com. Navtv also makes fiber optic interfaces to get to do things in these cars. So those are three options. I said four, but those are three options to look into. Okay.
1: Christian said, "I have an 07 Chevy Malibu hatchback without OnStar. I can't I can't find a wiring harness for it online, but I can find one for the car with OnStar. So I do. So do I use the harness with?" That has OnStar included. Oh my god, I
0: cannot. What's he trying to do? It, add a radio or just put in an yeah, amplifier? Yes, it
1: doesn't
0: say. Hatchback. Oh, so it's an 07 Chevy Malibu. That's that. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, use the one that. Yeah, it's gonna be the same harness. It's the same thing. Um, have you checked out? Uh, Pack makes a new thing, I believe, for that car. They make a new dash kit for that. So, might want to check, go to packdashaudio.com audiocom and see what they list for your car, because I know they just came out with a new dash kit for those Chevy Malibu, Malibu Maxes that had the information center in the dash, if your car has one of those. But, yeah, the nice thing about the Chevy harness is as long as, okay, you could use the basic one all the way up to the most advanced one. It'll only give you the features that are in your car. So, even like, like, for example, Best Buy buys the RP5 products, that's for on star bows and everything you could put one of those into the base model car and it'll work fine that's why they buy that one because it's like it'll work in every car okay
1: gene said best place to get signal for an lc7i in a 2013 chevy Impala without bows uh
0: without bows okay so if you caught the latest install diaries uh we talked about this in that in that you need to do the ear test where you take your ear, you play some music and you see what speakers are doing where. For example we used in this case is a Chrysler so we went to the front door, the front driver's side door because the front driver's side door in those a lot of the times is the subwoofer. If it's a subwoofer you put your ear to it, if you hear bass and no vocals that's the speaker you want to tap. If you hear vocals then that means there's no amplified sound system, you can go to pretty much any speaker in the car and it's all going to sound the same. You definitely, in a Chevy, if you can avoid going to the front speakers, you totally want to do that. You'd want to go to the rear speakers. And the main reason for that is most Chevys have the door chime, headlight chime, seatbelt warning coming through the front speakers. So that ding, 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 ding sound comes through those front speakers. So you always want to tap the back, regardless of what they're doing. So in your car, tap the back.
1: Okay. Jamie said, Is the Kenwood X8015 a good amp for some Focal K2 and Focal KRC 6.5 coaxial?
0: I wasn't even listening. I'm sorry. I, 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 I got I got sidetracked by the one question that was um, Is there a benefit of having uh, 2 volts? What is the benefit of having 2 volts over 4 volts? Or 4 <laughs> volts over 2 volts? And the Alpine, who really pushed the 4 volt preamp section back in the early 2000s they had it they summed it up the best double the speak double the output voltage half as much noise so you're getting twice as much signal half as much noise that was alpines sales pitch and they had cool graphics to show so yes 4 volts are better than the 2 volts because you get twice as much signal half as much noise coming over the RCA Just sorry Go ahead, read me the question again. I'm sorry, I didn't, Jamie I didn't read said,
1: you. Is the Kenwood X8015 a good amp for some Focal K2 and Focal KRC 6.5 coaxial?
0: Oh, okay. Yes. And here's the thing check this out the 801.5 and the 96, 90, the Pioneer 9605? 90, 90, the two five channels, Kenwood Pioneer. If you guys are unfamiliar with oldschoolcarstereo.com, uh, he has a channel on the YouTubes, it's called Old School Car Stereo. He just did two really great reviews on those two amplifiers, mm-hmm. did a head-to-head, and I'm here to tell you, they're both awesome. My personal favorite is the 801.5, I love that amplifier, your thoughts? Small. Yeah, Small, perfect. tons of power, but if you're interested in seeing like what actual power is out of those amplifiers, head over to his YouTube channel, yep. check out Old School Car Stereo, yeah. um, Big D Wiz.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check him out.
0: Well, you're
1: going to beat him, but never happened.
0: <laughs> Anyways, go check out his video on those two amplifiers. <coughs> Either one of them, great amplifiers. Check them out. Yeah, I, I couldn't say it better. All right. Okay,
1: we got a long one. Okay. All Jason right. said Dean, congrats to your niece for the new Jeep Renegade. I have a question about U Connect 5 and my Renegade. I want to use a LLC to install a 4 channel to power some new cadence 6.5 inch components. Is the internal resistance in the LP74 too high for the stock radio? I ended up with an older one without the build in load resistance.
0: So the newer one's load resistance. Okay, so for those. Okay, so thank you. Destiny loves her new Renegade. Um, it was pretty sexy. What he's talking about is Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, all those use what's called load resistance. I'm going to make this term up, it's just, basically they need load resistance, they need a load, they need a speaker connected to the output of whatever's making sound, be radio, be amplifier. Or, if they don't see that load, they turn off the signal. So what happens is, when you just grab a high level to a low level, attach it to the four speaker wires, The radio or amplifier sees it as no load, shuts its output off. It's to prevent damage happening to the radio. So what happens is is you get no sound. So you need what's called a load resistor. That load resistor will feed back into that piece and turn it on. Now, Kicker, with their... High level to low level adapter, which is like a KISS, KO, I don't know, KOSLC or something like that. They literally just put a four resistor in theirs. So you hook them up and they work great. So anytime you're using their little high level, low level adapter, it's a no brainer. They just hook them up, boom, done, everything, no grief, no nothing. Pack tried to put a load resistor in theirs, but they didn't put a high enough value one. Best bet is to buy either a, there's three different loads that are are what we're looking at. We're looking at like a 33 ohm load, we're looking at a 47 ohm load, and we're looking at a 43 ohm load. Um, 10 watt resistor. One of those three resistor values is what's going to turn that amplifier back on and allow it to do what it needs to do. Pack is supposedly going to be working on a new version of their LOC that's going to have maybe switchable resistance in it. I don't know when that's ever going to come out. For right now, we've just been putting in load resistors. Um, I know JL Audio used to make a load resistor pack that you could just plug in. Um, Audio Control makes the GMD, which is designed to help smooth out that digital amplifier, but it's not really enough load to turn on a Chrysler. Yeah, but you still have to add the load resistors, so you can get them on Amazon. Okay.
1: LB said. <laughs>
0: Hold on, real quick. Did you see David Powell's? Uh, Where'd the TV go? I know. <laughs> it's behind the box. It's the the it's God. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fernando hates that stuff, and I'm I'm with him on that. Uh, it, we we carry it for some of the other walk-in business that we have. We never put stuff in, but yeah, but he hates looking at it. So okay. All right,
1: go LB ahead. said, I changed my JVC double for a 4200, and now I have engine noise. What could be the problem? Ooh.
0: Well, that's that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Um, RCAs or... Yeah, I mean, are you doing RCAs or deck power? Hey,
1: Dan! <laughs> Dan Basehead Murphy. Oh, yeah, that's um, very boring. <laughs>
0: shh. Uh
1: uh, he said it I know
0: so there's a couple different ways <laughs> wake up Haley um <laughs> okay so she goes to me she goes I just, I just don't know what to do when you're answering questions I just sit there and I'm like you know I don't know what to do like I'm sorry you're doing a great job though thank you um <laughs> I totally forgot what we were even. What I was talking. Me I this. lost the question. Oh, what was? No, that? I
1: got it. I changed my. Oh yeah, you get inch noise
0: in your forty-two hundred. Okay. Wow. So sorry. So, okay. What kind of system is it in? And also, hopefully, you didn't blow the little fuse that's on the RC outputs. If you're using RC outputs, um, hopefully, you didn't plug it in with the stereo on. That's all I have to say. Uh, Pioneers, if you plug in RCAs with the stereo on and you mismatch the RCAs, there's an internal fuse, which I'm sure if you type in engine noise on Pioneer anywhere on the internet, they'll talk about this magic fuse that is inside that is not anything you can actually replace, like it's not a real fuse, it's just a trace on a board that blows, Um, and what that does is that creates all kinds of strange engine noise. The, how you can figure out if it's that or if it's just engine noise is if you just pick up like a pack of audio what's the what's the engine noise thingy LC LC1 LC1 they make the thing called an LC1 which is just a uh, line noise can, line line noise thing uh, plugs in the RCAs the noise goes away once you've added that and you know it's something to do with your signal somewhere like maybe you got a bad RCA when you pulled out the JVC you know broke something um I don't really know. Noise is like that until you dig into it. If you're using deck power and you're getting noise, disconnect all speakers but one and just try that. See if you get noise in just one speaker. Sometimes if you have a speaker that's going bad and let's say the voice call is rubbing or it's got a short on the basket, you'll get noise that way. So there's there's a lot of things that can go on. Load resistance made. Yeah, juggling soccer. <laughs> there you go. Juggle soccer ball while answering.
1: My look, I hit the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right,
0: let's let's do a couple more, and then we gotta get going.
1: Caroline says, "I have a 2010 Honda Pilot with rear entertainment system and want a double din touchscreen with dual zone, but I cannot find a trim kit. The screen to the rear entertainment is a drop down screen, and I need independent <coughs> control for front and back."
0: So for that dash kit, you're gonna want to check. Um, MetroOnline.com. MetroOnline is going to have the kit for that. As far as retaining that rear seat factory screen, that's going to be tough. Uh, dual zone, you're going to need higher-end radios, so you're going to need one of the uh, NEX higher-end, like a 42, uh, 62, 72, 82. And then, of course, the Kenwoods would be like the 9904, the 894, 8, 9, 994. The, the bigger ones are the ones that are going to have dual zone I still don't know if you're going to be able to retain the the rear factory overhead, though. That's a tough one. Some of those Hondas, you can't. Sorry. All right. One more. All right. Uh, then... Done.
1: Okay. Had my system installed locally. Thank you for the advice on the Fosgate T2s. They sound amazing on the 600x4.
0: Awesome. Oh, the speakers. Yeah, those are great. All right, guys. Uh, sorry we didn't get to everyone's question. We're going to head out. Okay, We're going to call the Oh, well, we got one more. Oh, Fernando's telling me I got one more. Andrew. Oh, shit. What happened? It. Ah, it's crap. Like, I, I screwed it up. Where's it at? It says, thank you, Haley, for helping us out. Since Fernando's been out, I hope
1: you feel better
0: soon. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you, thank you, everyone. On? Jason, have a great evening. You two. Uh, if you guys like what? <laughs> what did you write? 80 plus viewers. I saw Haley. That's all Haley. Um, what can I say? All right, slow it down. <laughs> um, uh, teespring, if you need t-shirts, teespring slash uh, store slash five star. Uh, we're on Patreon. This, pa- this video goes up on Patreon. Tomorrow, we have the Alpine guy coming in uh, straight from Alpine. That ought to be awesome. We're going to have fun with that. I, I assume we're just going to be talking about Halo probably talk about Halo for and, and Restyle, and I'm going to ask why we don't have Freestyle. For those of you who don't know what Alpine Freestyle is, that's the European version of it. DNF Tool Drawer, thank you. And that's it. We're going to head out. You guys have a great week. It's Monday. We'll talk to you again on Saturday. You okay? Yeah, you can your yourself. We'll out for you. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Haley, and, and filling thank in you. for them voice. Yep. boys. Um, you guys have a great night as always. See you, See you later. later. Bye. There you go. <laughs>